Hi there, welcome to the Isogo TV podcast from isogostrong.com. I'm your host, Becky Hammond, and you and I gather here on this podcast to fixate on strength in our families and on our teams. Because when we start from assuming strength, we can make relationships around us easier. This is episode 121. We are kicking off a series today that will run for the month. It is called Lockdown Leadership and the Five Themes That Shine Through from the best of the best leaders. This series came from us asking, you know, what are the best leaders doing right now? What did they do so well, maybe learn the hard way in this crazy world crisis that they're also now carrying forward in new ways in these times that really do continue to be uncertain. Because even in the midst of it all, the best leaders are still thriving. As a leader of a team or even a family, you've been stretched and tried in these recent months as you've experienced some element of lockdown, of not being able to operate as you have always been able to do before these moments. In this series, I got to collaborate with the internationally known coach and consultant, Marie Guess. As both of us have coached and worked with different leaders over the past several months, themes have emerged that are making the best leaders thrive and then even spurring them on to make changes in their leadership and teams that they're keeping into the future. The first theme is a huge one and it surprised me a little bit. It's all about grace and kindness as a leader in tough times. So in this episode, we'll define it, share some stories, pass on the best practices that we've seen, and we'll even leave with you with a couple ways to practice it on your own in your role as a leader. So let's dive in. So it's June 2020 and it has been an unprecedented 2020 for so many reasons. Uh, in Australia, we've had bushfires, there's been crisis around the world, and of course, we've had COVID-19. So many people working from home, their lives and livelihoods impacted. I am so um, fortunate and appreciative of uh, my health at the moment, as I know a lot of the leaders I've been talking to have that renewed perspective. The other thing is in catching up with my great friend and colleague, Becky Hammond, we've been talking about some of those leadership themes that have been shining through right now and how they've been so important in leading teams and leading ourselves, to be honest, through mm. these challenging times. And we're going to explore those key themes in a series of conversations, which I'm so excited to do because I absolutely love catching up with Becky and I love the knowledge and insight she brings. So Becky, uh, looking forward to talking with you today. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, this is just, it seems like this has just been something that kind of naturally, organically came out of conversations that we've been having, not only together about, you know, our work together with leaders who give a damn, but also with the, the conversations with leaders that we've been having, you know, I mean, I would say since what, early to mid-March, um, and that who have been dealing with world crisis and what that has meant for their individual lives, um, personally, in their families, and then also in their role as leaders and uh, in with their teams. So um, the the theme, there just have, there have been some themes that have stuck out. And um, there's, I don't know what, did we decide there's five or so themes that we're going to um, just kind of have some conversations around and really try to provide some actionable um, next steps like okay so this is what some of the best leaders are doing um, and so how can I put a couple of these little behaviors into my own leadership to uh, make a difference now even as we're kind of coming out of crisis 
Um, those themes are mm. grace and kindness. We did a whole um, free training on that, which, um, man, this, is, this one's packed. Um, there's communication, individualization, and flexibility, clarity, and then taking care of self. So over the next um, five podcasts, we'll be diving into each of those in more depth. And today we're talking about grace and kindness. Yeah, you're exactly right. I remember a few weeks back, man, I, I'm losing track of time and weeks mm -hmm. uh, at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, we talked about the importance of grace in our leadership and the, how important that theme is. And uh, you're right, Becky, there's these leaders that I've been connecting with over these um, past eight weeks. And they've been sharing with me what's working, what's not. And there's mm. been some real key themes coming out of that. And this idea about leading with more grace, leading with yeah. more kindness with our people. People's situations have been turned really upside down in so yeah. many ways. Um, uh, companies having to find ways and systems and processes and cultures, to be honest, to have people work from home and have mm -hmm. people feel empowered, trusted and supported to do their work mm -hmm. at home in very different, unique situations, while at the same time worrying about their lives, their health, yeah. of themselves, their family, and the people they love. So leading with grace and kindness is just so important because, you know what, we are talking about people, are talking about human, and mm -hmm. I want to go back to my first little point that has been so important is this new perspective and gratitude that we mm -hmm. have for those people and for our own um, lives yeah. and, and those people that we have in our lives. So, um, Becky, I just want to... Before we jump into this, when you think about grace, when you mm. think about what that looks like, what do you think um, when we say leading with grace looks like? What's your sort of definition there? Yeah, you know, um, I, I think a lot about this concept myself, and I there's a, a definition that I have loved and I teach my kids, which is unmerited favor. So it's giving favor where you don't deserve it, <laughs> and um, I think that looks like giving yourself and others a break um, and, and um, ex expecting the best or thinking the best, assuming the best, I guess is the word I'm looking for, assuming the mm. best in the situation um, and giving a break when the best isn't actually happening. And I think I just also agree totally on that idea of assumptions. And mm. as humans, we're making assumptions all the time. As leaders, we're making assumptions of our people, uh, we make assumptions of our partners and our children. And mm -hmm. and I think it's about maybe, honestly, in this time, resetting those assumptions and thinking, okay, what assumptions am I making? And are those assumptions filled with grace? Are they filled right. with kindness? And there was a group I was working with recently, a group of leaders, and I actually I said something which had a bit of a discussion happened around. It was a bit maybe a bit controversial at the, mm. in, the, in the moment. But I said no leader should be assuming that their uh, team members can deliver on the exact same work they were doing mm. before they started working from home. We just can't make those assumptions. Mm. Uh, and later on, of course, we're going to talk about individualization in our leadership yeah. and how important mm -hmm. that is. Um, but you've had some leaders you've been working with who are doing this really well. Um, mm. And you've got a couple of stories that I, I think would be great to hear about that help people understand what you know what this grace looks like in in reality 
Yeah. In action. Yeah. Cause I think it's easier to say than do. And I think that's the thing that's been interesting is like the leaders that I've been talking to say, yeah, I just, I think my strategy needs to give myself more grace or I need to give my team more grace. Well, what does that really look like in action? Um, one leader that I was talking to said, you're not going to get it right. And just kind of like, mm. it's been her mantra. And um, I think that to me feels like grace in action to give yourself a break. I mean, it's that, that idea of giving yourself a break to know in advance that you're going to make mistakes, especially in a situation, an unprecedented situation that you've never been in before. And no one has ever been in before. She said that she was sitting, um, that there was a, a, a younger colleague who was sitting in a board meeting and said um, something to the effect of, you know, well, this is my first pandemic, so I don't really know what I'm going to do. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's everyone's first pandemic, right? We don't know. We don't, we're not, we're not going to get it right every time. So I feel like that's grace in action. Um, and that same leader uh, was, I, I feel like she was giving her, she was, um, she had some really tangible stories in her own life of how she was able to live that out. Um, one of those had to do with a project timeline. Um, she's somebody who is high in the uh, Clifton Strengths responsibility theme. And mm -hmm. so for her, like meeting a deadline was really, really important. And one night she had these budgets due and um, she realized that she could stay up until two in the morning and get them done and technically get them in on time because it was in before the next day responsibility you share that strength too <laughs> i do so i totally connect with this story <laughs> um or but she was exhausted and what she as she stepped back and kind of looked at her situation she said you know what i'm not going to be giving my best work there could be errors in this um i i could just miss something i could miss something big and so instead um she wrote a little note to her colleagues and said you know i'm i need to submit this tomorrow. Um, and I will do it with fresh eyes and, and it will get in. And so at three o'clock the next day, she, um, she submitted it, submitted something that she was proud of and that she knew wasn't going to have errors in it. Um, but that type of, that type of grace to herself was not something that she was accessing very often, um, prior to this crisis situation. Um, because, maybe because she didn't have to as much things just weren't as stressful and weren't they didn't have as much pressure um, but also because her alert life mm. wasn't as complicated as it is as it is now working from home with kids and husband at home and you know all the different variables that um you know that we need to give our great ourselves grace for yeah and i think i love that we you know talk about our role as leaders and the people that we lead but there's also leading self. And mm -hmm. here I'm hearing so strongly that importance of how can I be kind to myself? How can I show mm -hmm. myself some of that grace as well? Because we need to look after ourselves as much as we do with the people we lead. And um, I actually, the bit that's popping into my head, Becky, as we were exploring this great um, example is there's possibly, I think, some things that were happening before, let's say, COVID-19 hit. Mm -hmm. And as a leader that's just highlighted the importance of those mm. things. And what I mean by that is, yes, I, I had grace in my leadership. Yes, I was kind, but now yeah. I need to do it even more so. Now I need to actually think even more consciously about where I'm investing my time and the messages I'm sending and the way I'm doing that. So that change in language, yeah. as you said, we're not going to get it right. That, yeah. th while that's so small in a few words, but so powerful, mm. and, it, and, um, and then to extend that to, 
you know, I'm actually going to have a bit of courage and call yeah. a colleague and say, look, I just can't get this done. Right. Um, that does take And courage. I'm going to get to it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does take courage. Similar. I was going to say similar, a leader I um, was talking to, they were talking about changing their language as well from mm. uh, their expectations on their team from not asking for something by close of business to start of the next yeah. day. Hmm. And how did that and, make a difference? Yeah, so it's a, again, I think it builds beautifully off your example of um, changing the culture and changing it mm. to be okay to work in with some grace of the challenges that everyone's got in their life with children or, or home situation, whatever that may be, to say, yes, I need this back. I need a report or some data or some information. But it can wait till the start of tomorrow. So what that might mean for this person is, oh, I've got some things I need to do this afternoon. I can actually get into that a bit later on, yeah. maybe after dinner, which is something we probably wouldn't normally do and encourage right. because we want to, but that's just become so blurred. But what it created was grace and it also created flexibility. And the team said, hey, we really appreciate knowing that. Hmm. That's really cool. One of the things that comes to my mind when I think about grace and kindness too is not is is not the big things, it's not as much the big things that we've seen the leaders do, but also kind of some of the little things, little ways that um, you know, maybe don't have anything to do with the actual business product that you're producing, but that they are doing to create a sense of grace and kindness to to be a later leader who exudes that. I know you have a couple uh, examples of that as well. Yeah, and another one which we hadn't talked about before that I was only exploring this week with a leader and she was talking about how powerful it is to actually observe the behaviour. Hmm. And she she just had that reminder around people will say something hmm. like, yeah, 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 I'm not going to work all through the night and yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, I am having hmm. lunch and, you know, but what she she said for her kindness in her leadership, she was really mindful of, Actually, they're saying that, but what are their behaviors showing and, mm. and actually really constructively challenging them on their behavior and showing that kindness and resetting those expectations. So I thought that was really good from her doing that. Yeah. Um, and of course, the big one, which I talked about in my podcast earlier this year, uh, was a local manufacturer near where I live who, to be honest, they make um, big dishwashing machines for restaurants and cafes mm. and all that and diners, as you would call them, Becky. And, I don't know if I've ever used um, that word. <laughs> <laughs> their, their world, their business took a, you know, a big hit, a big stop because all of that just finished mm. and um, all those businesses were closed down. And the leader of that business and I had a really good chat and he said what he was aware of is people in that business had recently bought houses. These were employees Mm. that had new mortgages, Mm. new families, and they were going to have their livelihoods impacted um, if they didn't have a job, if they um, weren't able to pay their mortgage, you know, like very serious situations. And so they pivoted very quickly and I think it was like 10 days very, very Mm. quickly and started manufacturing hand sanitizer in bulk wow. and providing that and selling that. Um, the fantastic thing is they've been very, very busy. Um, they are now moving back into their normal manufacturing as well because, you know, lockdown laws are changing. 
But what I'm really um, glad to say is also the leader was really um, aware of the of the importance of the culture, the communication, mm. and keeping everyone engaged throughout that process. And another great thing is they've been recognised locally in the media, wow. in newspapers, and on the TV just for doing that. Um, so yeah, just a really great story about. Yes, it's a pivot and yes, it's innovation, but there's a real kindness and grace in that as well. Right, because it sounds like it was motivated by trying to keep people employed, not necessarily even, I mean, part of it, it's the result, right? But not necessarily even motivated by trying to keep their business afloat, which of course was an equal concern, right? But what can we do to help keep these people employed and what can we do to help meet a need that the world has right now? I mean, talk about extending grace from yourself to the people that work for you to the entire world. Uh, that's a pretty amazing example. Yeah. And, um, you know, some people might be listening to this and thinking, oh, I can't do that in my business. I can't mm. make the, that big change. I can't uh, have that innovation. So I think what it's also about is thinking about the small little things, like yeah. some of those examples of the language and the also the the very small messages you can send your team so one i'd love to share is i know about a couple of leaders who i've been talking to recently who have really started to focus in on where's the team at where's the energy of the team Hmm. how are they feeling at the start of their meeting because Hmm. um, as someone was saying to me recently it was a bit novel hey we get to work from home isn't this great this is new (laughs) this is there's i get to work from home and yeah, there's energy there and I'm working from home and next to me is my child who's drawing and this is fun. And then after a few weeks, it was like, oh, this is hard work. <laughs> and I'm And the I'm child the doesn't want to draw anymore. Yeah, you know, they're no. like throwing the crayons and eating them and yeah. <laughs> and, and another lady this week was talking about how she often is working and next thing the cat is on the keyboard. <laughs> So there's the our, our our human children and also the the pet children as well Four having those versions. challenges. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so after the the novelty has worn yeah. off and we're sort of in the hamster wheel, uh, the importance of leaders of leading with grace and kindness to actually mm-hmm. not just push through on an agenda, not just push through this is our standard meeting approach, but actually doing that pause and saying, how are we? How are we feeling? And do we actually need to talk more about that right now than what we thought we're going to talk about, which is an update on some projects or some tasks? Because what's more important is you and your well-being, not that project. Because you know what? That could slide a little bit because I care about you. Hmm. And if you think just bringing that into your language and your approach can just have such a big ripple effect um, to not just how someone feels, but then their engagement and you'll get the productivity as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's sometimes it's hard to make that connection, right? Like it's hard to make that like, you know, what pardon me bristles a little bit when you say, well, we, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to concentrate on that initiative, even though that's due tomorrow, right? Rather we should be focusing on the energy of our team and how people are really doing. Um, but just like you said, there's like that, there's a ripple effect um, that, that in the end, you, you will get that thing done for tomorrow and you will get it done happy, right? People will enjoy um, getting those things done and potentially even show up even more engaged and ready for the next project. Mm, 
Yeah. Well, I think the bit there, and I think you're right, we still have things that need to get done. We still have um, tasks, projects, goals that need to be delivered on. Right. And it's about considering how we are feeling, considering where we're at, considering uh, how individuals are at. How do we bring that to the table in a constructive, supportive way to then Mm. deliver on what we need to deliver on? So do we need to provide more support? Do we need to move resources? Do we need to start to share the workload? How are we exploring it and discussing that instead of just, again, making some assumptions? Right. Yeah. Now, I want to know about flowers and a leader you're working with who did something (laughs) which I thought was very, very beautiful for uh, just such a powerful thing to do. Yeah. And really it's powerful and so, um, so simple. So, so easy. Um, right during, towards the beginning of the stay at home orders in the town where this person works, um, she decided to go to a flower shop. So, you know, when that was still open and, um, supported the local flower shop and bought some flowers and, uh, went and delivered them to each person's house on her leadership team, um, with a handwritten note and flowers. And she didn't even ring the doorbell. She just left them at the door and then sent a text message that said, Hey, something's at your door. Um, so it was completely, you know, at the times, especially because people were, you know, were very nervous about being anywhere near each other. Um, they, she just, you know, was respectful of what was going on, but then also recognizing you've been putting in a lot of work. You've been putting in a mm. lot of hours. I mean, this particular industry was one that didn't come to a standstill. In fact, they were having to figure out more and more things that they that they've never had to figure out before, um, and refunding a lot of money to people who had already paid. Um, and so they were feeling extremely stressed and working days and days and days in a row by that point. Um, and this little gesture, this little act of kindness, um, just it, it, it put breath into the, the lives of the leaders that were working so tirelessly for her and for, for the organization. I, I love that. And it's such a great example of grace in action, mm. because as you said at the start, it's, it's without expectation of it coming back to you. It's right. without, um, to be honest, it's with surprise. So it's not like she knocked on the door and said, hey, here's your flowers. I want you to see that I'm delivering them. (laughs) True. (laughs) It was very much I'm just doing this as a gift of appreciation and to brighten your day and and she didn't need to be there for that. So, and you're right. Yes, there would have been some costs there, but it wouldn't have been, you know, astronomical. But Mm. the the value I'm sure people felt when they saw that would have been – you know, much more than the cost of it itself. And very similar, but a bit different. Uh, a leader I know, they, in their organisation, again, very similar, busy, um, even mm. busier, but they needed to run these lunch and learn sessions, which a lot mm. of companies do where yeah. they might provide lunch or you bring your own lunch. So they were running those over Zoom. And what this leader did, so everyone's working from home, a lunch and learn, prior to the lunch and learn, sent everyone a, um, a voucher for Uber Eats. Oh, so, how cool is that? So the uh, encouragement was, you know, contact someone in your local area and luckily everyone could and 
organize something that you want to eat that's your thing. So it yeah. might have been Mexican or Italian or a bit of pizza, what it doesn't matter, but that was your thing and have mm-hmm. that delivered. So everyone's opening up their Uber Eats wow. bag for the lunch and loan together. So a bit of cost there, yeah. yeah. But again, it was, hey, I'm being kind in my leadership. I'm being appreciative and here's, again, a surprise um, to, the, to the team. Yeah. No, that's, I love that. I love that's. It's just a, a special way to be creative. I mean, they they probably were providing lunches during Lunch and Learn pre-March, right? And now they're just doing it in a different way, in a way that would be surprising and delighting. Um, and, you know, I mean, that's the thing with Grace. You say it's like un, it's, it's unmerited. It's not like... Um, it's not like the person is expecting accolades, right? But also the person who receives it, they're just doing their job, right? I mean, at this point, they're just doing their job. It's not like they're, they deserve to have Uber Eats show up or they deserve to have flowers and a note and a handwritten note. Um, yet the leader is offering grace by giving that to them when it, it goes beyond. It goes above and beyond. Just recognizing that um, it has nothing to do with their performance, but everything to do with that desire to kind of operate from grace and kindness. Yeah, and I think there's uh, a renewed perspective. There's a renewed gratitude. There's a renewed engagement, mm. and even connection. If you think of those those flowers, or yeah. Um, well let's just yeah the flowers everyone in that team thinking hey we've all got flowers today yes we are working from home we are miles apart but you know what we're all connected still we're all still connected Mm. and and same with the 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 uber eats as well and i know that that gratitude has been renewed in a lot of leaders i've been talking to and how they are um, refreshing that in their perspective to help them and help their team and um, I know for me, it's something which I've really um, drawn on in these past eight weeks around my family and around the chance to see my children exercising together, um, yeah. the chance to be more creative. Um, uh, interestingly, Becky, I, don't, I think we've talked about this, but um, my wife and I, Tammy and I, have played backgammon every afternoon for the past eight months. Not eight yeah. months, <laughs> eight <laughs> weeks. It feels like eight months, eight weeks, eight weeks. <laughs> I, I think we've missed two days. Wow. Um, but it, it's only just a 15-minute, you know, and she's been teaching me and she's much better than me, let's be honest. But <laughs> it's, it's the simple, smallest thing which, yeah. uh, you know, there's there's some great benefit for strategic thinking coming out of it, but it's more mm. the connection. And that would not have happened out of this process, out of, you know, what's happened to us. So I think there's something about taking the time to pause we talk about the power of the pause quite a bit to have that gratitude of what we've got and how that helps us because that links I think beautifully to that kindness as well yeah totally and when you think about the impact that you are having as a leader when you're operating from grace this is not something that's easy to choose Um, Mm. it's not something that's really easy to do because you might not feel like, I mean, even a simple thing is like not feel like going to the store and getting flowers or writing a note. You're busy too. You're just as busy. You are maybe busier than your team of leaders that you're leading. Um, yet, yet there's an impact that goes, um, that that just goes miles and miles or kilometers and kilometers, excuse me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, and, and when I think about the impact, I think of like, well, what's the alternative? Like, 
do we want, you know, if, if, if what we're trying to build is compassion and trust and hope through op- offering grace, like the alternative is like begrudging, shame-based, perfectionistic leadership that's rigid and presumptive. And, you know, like that, when I put those two things side by side, even though grace is harder, the results that you get from mm-hmm. grace and kindness are so much more significant and so much more human um, th- that you say, okay, maybe it's worth the extra effort. Yeah, and I think the, the, the slowing down, to be honest, the slowing down that does come with being a bit more graceful, being a bit more kind in leadership might feel like it's taking more time. It's slowing mm. us from what we're doing right now. But then that as we said earlier, there's a flow on effect. There's a ripple effect from that yeah. and it builds. Mm. Um, there's a leadership quote that I learned, oh, geez, Becky must have been 10, 12 years ago and mm. I still come back to it quite a bit. A very simple phrase, how we get there matters. Mm. And we are getting somewhere but how we get there really matters. The way we work, the way we interact, the way we mm. um, come together as people, as humans, and we show that care and kindness for each other mm. is so important. I mean, at, at the end of the day, what sort of leader do you want to be remembered for? What's your legacy? Right. And I think, um, yes, this has been difficult. I don't want to gloss over that. Yes, yeah. it's been hard. People's lives and livelihoods have been impacted. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it gives us an opportunity for us to look in the mirror and say, okay, how can I be a more graceful and kind leader and be a leader others want to follow? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So just to wrap this up, this great conversation, oh, I get so energized talking to you about this stuff. So thank you. <laughs> um, what do you think are some simple things? Um, what do you think are some simple things people could do that could help them to um, really tap into this grace and kindness. Yeah. I think we've shared some really good examples of things that you could, simple things that you could do to and modify to what fits your team. Um, another one that I've loved that a healthcare leader recently, um, expressed to me and suggested was breathe. Now that sounds like, what does this have to do with grace? But as I I thought about it. She was talking about the pause that we were talking about, you know, in order to breathe well, you have to pause, you have to stop. You can't, I mean, breathe, you don't, you don't breathe your best unless you're, you know, an elite Olympic athlete. You're not breathing your best when you're um, running a million miles an hour, right? You're breathing your best when you're, when you've stopped, Mm. you've paused, you've slowed. And I, I just, I had this visualization about the, the breath that she was talking about. It's like the simple act of like taking a breath in, like, and then letting it out, slowly exhaling. The inhale is like the act of receiving grace to yourself. Mm. So bringing that into yourself, filling yourself with like, it's okay, I'm not going to get it right. And then exhale is letting that grace out to others. And I just love what that physicality does and also the word picture does of like, I'm breathing grace in and I'm letting it out to others. I love that so much. And I think, you know, there's so much power in tapping into our breath and mindfulness and meditation, Mm -hmm. but just that simple um, connection with grace and doing that 
at the start of every meeting, at the start of conversations, at the start of your day. And you can bring that anytime into your life. But I, I honestly love that connection with Grace as well about bringing it in and letting it out to mm. everyone around you in your circle as well. So, yeah, simple um, but effective. And as you said, there's some things we've covered that build on that as well around uh, some of those simple messages and tokens and language yeah. you're using with your teams and with those people that you work with and uh, being more mindful of that and, and think about, okay, how can I say this with grace? How can I communicate with the grace? Yeah. How can I show that and tapping into that? And I know that as we continue this podcast conversation, mm-hmm. we will uh, in the future conversations tap back into this and link into this with some of the future topics we're going to talk about. Um, the other thing, Becky, I think we've had some great links to the leaders who give a damn um, program. I mean, in there, we talk about self-awareness. We talk about your well-being, um, But of course, we talk about knowing your people. And we've got a great module about how important is knowing your people. And mm-hmm. so I know in that program, we, we um, explore these concepts and they link beautifully to grace and kindness as well. Yep. Yep. I have in each of those conversations. Um, I kind of like today, but even more so, um, we leave every leader with some real true action, some action planning guides and some worksheets and things that, you know, you can listen to a conversation and say, okay, maybe I can take one nugget out, but um, Mm -hmm. the program itself is, is designed to be able to help say, okay, nope. Yes. You, yes. You need to take a nugget out. And what's that going to be for you? And how are you going to put it into play and let us be the ones that can help you do that. So um, yeah. So if you're liking this type these type of conversations, you will love leadership. Give a damn. So thank you so much for talking about grace and kindness and leadership. And in our next conversation, we're going to talk about how important communication has been in these past uh, couple of months and some of the insights and stories that we've got to share with people from the leaders we've been talking to and working with. So I look forward to doing that with you, Becky. Thanks again so much. Yes. Thank you, Murray. Always a pleasure. And I look forward to the next very important conversation about communication. These conversations with Murray's are always so valuable. He just, he seems like he works with the best leaders. I love that. I hope you follow along with this entire series here on the podcast as we get into four more themes that have really shined through in these best leaders in this time of lockdown and uncertainty. Also, if we're not already connected, if you and I and Murray aren't already connected on Instagram and LinkedIn, I would love for you to connect there so we can continue this conversation around strengths and leadership and families. On Instagram, you can find me at IsogoStrong and Murray, you can find him at at MurrayGuest. On LinkedIn, you can find us both by our names. So I hope that you do that. Before we sign off, I wanna make sure you know about a huge crisis discount that we've been offering for this program that we talked about, Leaders Who Give a Damn. We chatted about it some in the episode today. And if you really want to be a leader who inspires others to follow, even in crisis, then you can find all the details and sign up over at leaderswhogiveadam.com. Use the code 50PROMO for 50% off through this crazy tough season. That really, it continues to persist in so many ways. That code is the numbers 50 and the word PROMO for 50% off the entire Leaders Who Give a Damn program. We would be honored to have you join us in this leadership journey. You and your strengths have the power to make a ripple effect in your family, on your team, and then ultimately across the entire world. 
We can feel that now more than ever. The world needs your strengths. So learn them, live them, and love them in your own circles of influence. Until next time on Isogo TV.